0: Welcome to another Acoustic Alternatives podcast. Big thanks to Grove Studios for opening their doors to me so that I can do this podcast from their lovely home. And if you're a musician, if you're a podcaster, if you're a DJ, this is a place you're going to want to check out in Ypsilanti, Michigan, because they offer some services that are pretty special and uh, 24 7. You have a keypad operation to get yourself in, and they've been really kind to me in the several months I've been doing the podcast. And uh, if you've been watching the several months that I've been doing this, you might notice something. I actually have a face. I have a mask, but I have a face, because now we can do this. And I've got my first non-masked and out-of-town guests. I'm so happy to welcome Bradley Rhodes and Brent Shuttleworth, who record as Elevado. Welcome, gentlemen. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Thanks Thanks it's for having me. so good to see you. I had a pleasure of uh, seeing an actual concert with you recently, and it blew me away. I knew it would, because I was already familiar with the voice of Brad Rhodes, and I explored a little bit of Brent before you got here. And I think before we even start talking, people should hear you guys sing. Sure. What are More, we start with? Down. All right. Yeah. What, um,
1: you want to do colors? Yeah. Let's do it. All
0: right, Elevado. The
2: sistine, the great screen, the starving night. The true dreams were not seen black and white my heroes will be those just like me so maybe a little crazy is all we need i'll paint a masterpiece with every shade that i see show me your colors no shame, no cover We can shine like lovers Living in color Oh, 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 We don't need apologies Oh, 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 oh For being a woman to be So deep breath Know that you're beautiful The world needs Dreams, however Unusual Let that Palette sing I want to see your Everything Show me your colors No shame No cover We can shine like lovers Living in Color Oh don't need a pilot sheet oh
0: Elevado in studio on acoustic alternatives I'm I'm really honored that you've uh, chosen to do the podcast and uh thanks for man we're honored to be here uh, no seriously this is this is a big deal I, to get world-class musicians from outside of the state to come to be on the podcast is just making me feel like I'm doing something a little bit bigger than I was a, a week or two ago nothing against again I love all the people that have been here yeah. it's the, I, I invite them because I, I want them here it's not right. like I'm nobody's making me do anything Right. And to have the opportunity to have you guys here is just amazing because this, this project isn't really even fully, like, it's not, you haven't put much out, right? Yeah, so right. it's still a new thing. Very, yeah, new. it's
3: new. So, we Yeah, yeah a lot came from this past year. This past year was transformative, I think, for, for me. Yeah. And just Brad and I really getting to know each other so much more deeply than we did before um, was... Um, for me, was was such an important part of the project and creative process. You know, really trusting each other creatively, but also knowing each other, getting to know each other a lot deeper as friends.
0: It's cool. Yeah. We'll get into that yeah. for yeah. sure. We'll we'll get yeah. into how this how this came about. But uh, I guess because you both have had individual careers prior to meeting, I'm going to separate you for a second, even though you're yeah. both in the same room. We, 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 got, got, little, th- we
1: got the thin plexiglass <laughs> <laughs> to protect you yeah. from your
0: your germs, even though you guys have been you know sleeping yeah. in the same square spaces in the last couple of months (laughs) so Bradley, you and i met when you were singing with melody Right, actually had the pleasure of interviewing you with the band uh, or or at least a short version of the band uh, a couple of years back um so let's look at when when you started making music growing up in northern virginia right Mm -hmm. that's where you're from uh when did when did music choose you because i have a feeling that's how it was
1: yeah um You know, it was always in my house, and my my mom played piano, and I'm the youngest of four siblings. Sounds familiar. Oh, yeah? Yeah, me too. That's crazy. Um, (laughs) And you said music was in your house? Kind of all the time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it was just always kind of a part of how everyone in my family um, kind of hung out. You know, my mom would be playing like Billy Joel on the the piano, and uh, we'd be gathered around singing and, you know, criticizing each other's harmonies and stuff like that. Um, so it was from an early age, and I, I, I was told that I was just singing from the very beginning before I was really talking and being on the back of my mom's bike uh, while she's on bike rides, and she would pay me a quarter to just like give her like five minutes of silence as I was singing. So <laughs> yeah, from an early age, I can't believe that <laughs> it never worked. I never got the money.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> so besides Billy Joel, what other things were being played on the stereo at your home?
1: It was it was a kind of a weird mixture. My mom did love Billy Joel and Elton John and my dad's more of the rocker. So it was more, uh, Led Zeppelin's his number one, um, Pink Floyd, the doors, but I think kind of a bigger influence was, um, we, we grew up going to church and and hearing the music at church all the time. And so it was these, um, contemporary Christian artists that were played probably a majority of the time, like, um, Stephen Curtis Chapman and Michael W. Smith. And that was, the first stuff that I saw, like, those were the first concerts that I saw, too. So that was kind of my introduction to that. And I just became, like, obsessed with um, with Stephen Curtis Chapman and, and, and the acoustic guitar. After seeing him actually do it, I was like, I have to learn. how. I, I went as far as to, I went to the haircuttery when I was, like, 11 years old. And I brought a picture of Stephen Curtis Chapman, like, with his guitar rocking out on stage. You can like hardly see his hair, but I was like, I want to, can you make my hair look like that? <laughs> I remember they laughed and I was like, I don't see what's funny about this. Make Be- me look like
0: that. Because I haven't pulled the album out in so long. I have a favorite song of his what, um, change. What about the change? That yeah. That? Really yeah. Yeah. Love that song.
1: It, yeah. So it's like not many, I don't know. I guess it would. I thought they were like the most famous people on earth growing up. And, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, all of that, all of those worlds, I think, came to kind of influence, um, you know, later on, kind of the stuff that I was writing, because it was, there was something about, like, the, you know, the spiritual element mm. of some of that music, but of all of the music, basically, and it's all kind of the same, it kind of blended in to be like its own thing, so.
0: And you could have gotten that from you 2 even. Yeah, U2, for sure. There's a little bit of that. That's I mean, yeah. It,
1: yeah. And from Village, I think it's all, it's all there, I think. Yeah.
0: Well, when did you first, there must have been at some point, somebody turned to you and said, holy moly, you can sing, because you have a very gifted voice, and I'm a little jealous that I can't sing like you.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Was there,
0: was there a point when somebody said, oh my gosh, you should be a singer, um, even
1: though you were singing all My the time. brothers, we always fought, like my brothers always, we fought about like who was the best singer, so I didn't, it took a, it wasn't until I was in like sixth grade. My mom um, tricked me into going to a, an audition because I was incredibly shy and didn't mm-hmm. want to be in front of people. But she thought like musical theater could be a good place and um, to kind of come out to, out of my shell. So it was there that like I was able to audition and sing in front of people in the first time and um, start figuring out. So yeah, I'd say like around the middle school age or something is when I was like, okay, I can I think I can do it. It's
0: pretty early. Yeah. yeah. Developed some confidence along the way, I think. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen you on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think you believe in yourself as much as I do, so there we go. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> do you remember the first song that you wrote yourself? Mm. Uh-oh. Mm.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Psych. I actually, I actually it, was, it was called Why Me? I was like a tortured soul from the beginning, but it was this, uh, yeah. I, I got an acoustic guitar uh, for my birthday or I, with my birthday money for like 50 bucks and I got this chord book and learned three chords. Um, and it was like the first, I learned how to play, um, uh, the first ones in the book, which were like amazing grace and, uh, leave it on a jet plane. And I was like, well, they play these songs with three chords. So I wrote like seven songs with this. I was like, and then I was like, I guess I'll learn another one, you know? So <laughs> it was like, I learned how to, I just wanted to learn how to play guitar so I could write basically, you know,
0: are you proud of that first song at all I mean you uh, think about it like
1: i get yeah if as I, a kid like, how old were you i think i was in sixth grade i remember when i did that i yeah i'm proud of it i wouldn't play it live no i'm <laughs> not asking
0: sharp. you to i'm just curious like as you look back at your life and you started there like where you are today you know out touring the world world country at least yeah uh, can we go out of the world yet um <laughs> It's it's got to be a still a pivotal point in your life when you think about it started here and I'm still doing oh, it of
1: course you know? that was like the itch and it, it started with that and then you know I, I became just obsessed with writing songs and it just became as I got older in middle school high school that's when I realized like the therapy hmm. part of it and I was like and I could just that was the place where I could share everything you know and I didn't feel scared about that at that time, you know, like even playing it for people, I always felt like very safe within the bars of the song. Um, it wasn't until, you know, he played the last chord that I'd, you know, feel a little raw after that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's the way it's, it's been in my life. It's just kind of evolved over the years, but super grateful for the, the first, the first tune. (laughs) Was
0: there ever another path in mind? Did you ever have anything else you wanted to do sixth grade? It's,
1: no, there. Like, I did go to college for um, for a semester, and I, as a physical physical education major, because I was like, if I didn't do this, I was like, I think I could see myself being a teacher and like coaching or something. Um, there's a lot of teachers in my family, and I lasted a semester, and uh, I was like, yeah, this is the only thing I want to do, and this is the way I wanted to do it was to tour, and so we, Mel and I, just kind of started touring when we were you know, 19, 20 years old and went from there.
0: There. Yeah. Right. What can I ask what the status of Melodyme is on hold or
1: hiatus yeah. or done? Well, we still have, we have, we had been planning to do a fine, a farewell show, um, right as the, the pandemic was hitting. And so we've rescheduled a few times. So we, in our, yeah, I think our plan as of now, it's in March of 2022 now. And, you know, we just kind of wanted to do the, the one show Something else. If we do another one somewhere down the road, I don't okay. know. We'll see what happens. Uh-huh. But everyone's on good terms and doing their on their own musical or non musical paths, which is cool. Good. Yeah.
0: Well, before we uh, explore the life of Brent, why don't we do another song that is in Elvado song? How about sure. uh, How about that? What would cool. you like to do next?
1: What do you want to do? Want to do? Swing. Swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: I count the pennies in my savings I count the hours that I sleep I spend the minutes of my waking In the grave of scarcity What if tomorrow was a promise And we took it as a gift Could I panic stay a secret Cause the moments where we live Would you swing, better, better, swing, 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 better, better, swing? I wanna learn to wear the shadow, put a few miles on my feet. I think I'm done with shallow breathing through a life that cuts so deep. I wanna love without condition. I wanna give with no return. I want to do the shit that matters I want to let my fire burn I want to swing better, better, swing Swing, swing, better, better, swing Swing, swing, better, better, swing I want to swing, better, better, swing Born to try Before we fly Until we clip our wings and sing beneath the open sky. Safe and sound on solid ground. Strangest to our trees with memories above the clouds. wanna swing better better swing 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 better better swing 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 better better swing 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 better better swing wanna swing better better swing 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 better better swing 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 better better swing have wanna swing better better swing
0: track called swing elevato is in the yeah. studio today on acoustic alternatives from uh, there's a digital ep that's out there right so far
1: we got a cut. we got Asheville is a five song ep and then arcadia sessions which um yeah the both volumes are, are a six song ep
0: okay so there's there is music out there yeah it's not uh, physically printed on any physical media but at this point, it lives in the digital world right okay lots well, a start okay. I, i'm an old school i like something physical so at some point There's a round silver thing that has your music on. Let me know (laughs) (laughs) because that's what I want to hear. So I love everything that you guys have done so far, and the show I heard, and I'm I'm excited for more to come. And I I have met Brad before, and there was a quick like you just you like the guy right away. You have like a There's a kinship.
1: Likewise, dude. But
0: then I met. Brent, and it's like it's the same thing yeah <laughs> you found you found another guy just like you yeah. kathy had said you guys have a bromance i was like that's what exactly
2: what that's <laughs> what everyone
1: said before we met um i had like 10 people come up to me because we had pa- played in the same kind of scene but never actually met and they're like you have to you have to meet brent um i feel like you guys would like get along really well so yeah. i i heard the
0: same <laughs> heard yeah. the same thing but yeah, then you <laughs> then you basically bring him into my world because I already know you, and I feel like like the first time I talked to you, I felt like oh you're my brother too. Yeah, and right. I like that, and I, I like yeah. that you're here today, and I get to Thank learn a little you, bit man. more about you. It's really nice to meet you. Yeah, so I'm Nashville is too. not home these days. It was recently. Home no. is where.
3: Uh, home is in Rockville, Maryland. Okay. Yeah, that's where I've been for past six the past six months or so. The first five months we were in Alexandria, Virginia, and then I moved up to Rockville and Brad headed West and uh, yeah.
0: How so does your nice mail way. find you? You've been in so many places. I, from I, I know like,
3: it's actually pretty complicated. I have like uh, a driver's license in Maryland. <laughs> I have like all of my bank information out of Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I have a Florida license plate. It's pretty confusing.
0: <laughs> Where have it's, you spent the most part of your life? What, what state? Um,
3: I would say um, probably in and around New York city. Okay. You know, so I was in New York City for a while um, after school, and uh, then moved. Eventually, moved down to Nashville. Uh, I was down there for nine years. Um, was up in Boston for a year, and then came back. So,
0: well, who knows where your musical journey begins? But you do. Tell me where your musical journey begins. Where did it?
3: My musical journey, um, I think, really, um, as 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 uh, cliche as this story sounds. Um, it really was began with my parents and their record collection my dad's a big Jethro Tull fan um, and my mom is a huge Janis Joplin fan and they had Cat Stevens records and Fleetwood Mac uh, and Crosby Stills and Nash and uh, a, a bunch of the really great classic records mm-hmm. um, that uh, sparked my interest initially and then I think uh, I went from there and probably listened to a lot of music that they didn't really dig. Um, That's normal for a kid. <laughs> and then I saw some really great live shows and um, that really, I, I think the first time I saw the Allman Brothers, I was like, this is this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And uh, so the Allman Brothers were a huge influence. I saw a band called Sugar. Um, Bob Moult. Mm. Bob Moult. Yeah. And... Uh, there's a lot of like um, more indie uh, rock stuff, I think I guess or, or alternative rock stuff that I was into originally and lots of lots of hip hop music, especially around New York City. Um, really, uh, it spoke to me in a, in, a, in in a deep way.
0: So I think you guys need to learn how to cover. If I can't change your mind from the Sugar catalog, that's a great song. Oh,
3: that's a great song. Hoover Dam. that whole copper blue record was that's what I really got into helpless. Know. Yeah. You know, I was, would listen to the radio and I would like record the, the countdowns <laughs> every and night. I was a top 40 kid. Totally. A kid. Yeah,
0: like the, my, my Billy Joel at Welton John phase I and mean, just top 40 in general. Yeah. Lasted until I started working in a record store and I got influenced by the owner of the store and then eventually every employee that we started to hire. So I came in only knowing really top 40 and a little bit of stuff. And I left there with so much that I carry yeah. with me today. Yeah. Yeah, you, you absorb, whatever I, you can.
3: Yeah, I think you. You know, I I think that there there are some artists for me that are like they're they're not. Um, they're not uh, they can't be they're distinct and original and they can't be copied. And if you you go to a certain band or artist for a certain feeling, you know and like the feeling or experience i get from the red hot chili peppers as compared to rage against the machine or or um you know nas or the people that i really like they really spoke to me they're all so radically different but i felt um the same sense of uh of mystery and um inspiration from 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 all of them you know so it's great but Billy Joel, mm. that stormfront record was big mm. for me, man. That, and so it goes. That's my favorite Billy Joel yeah. tune. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm a little older, so my like glass house oh, 50, those, 60, those oh, are strange. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Turnstiles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, that's man.
0: Nice. Yeah. Great it's stuff. Great stuff. Well, your resume is actually pretty impressive when you look online. All the things that you've had your your music on, music featured in VH1, MTV, NBC, CBS. You've shared stages with George Clinton, Robert Randolph, even someone who who likes me a little bit, Chris Trapper, who thanked me for all of his records.
3: Great guy. Let me, I love Chris Trapper. And Chris Trapper is one of my favorite songwriters of all time. I think he's a genius. Um, And I was uh, my pr- our producer um, that we work with, Mike Shimshack in Nashville, is really good friends with Chris Trapper and used to tour with the Push Stars. Yeah. Um, and so um, I became friends with Ryan McMillan, who's the drummer of the Push Stars, okay. and we did a bunch of shows out on the West Coast. He's like, "You got to meet my friend Chris. You guys are gonna get along so well." So we wound up. Uh, the Push Stars did this reunion tour uh, a couple years ago, and they asked me to open up and. You know, I got to do some extensive traveling and a lot of talking uh, to those guys and, and a lot of talking with Chris. And he is, it inspires me uh, on such a deep level just as a human being. He is, um, he he's seen it, he's seen so much in his yes. career yeah. and is so <laughs> wise um, and um, I, I can't say enough about him. I I really just deeply love him as a songwriter, and the the conversations that we've had just about just about touring, or mm. you know when we were talking like when we came in, you know just about having this representative that shows up all of a sudden, right? And you're not you're not um, you know you're not the fullness of yourself, so you almost almost need to fall back into. Um, who you essentially are and that's kind of the trick and the struggle for for artists is that a lot of them are so um, so sensitive and so thoughtful and take on so much that it's tough to have that um, those windows open all the time yeah know? so but he's he's, he's a good the, dude he's one of the greats man
0: he's I been remember. very kind to me over the years in fact one of the most surprising things that has ever happened to me is the the record of his that has Colin Hay and Rob Thomas's guests yeah, on yeah. I'm thanked in the thank you note yeah like man. Some, somebody who was a bigger fan of or was a bigger fan of, of his than I was got her CD in the mail she said do you know that you're thanked in the credits and this <laughs> I'm like what what because I had had him in a couple of times at the radio station and yeah. he just appreciated my support and he showed it yep. by throwing my name in the credits That's which awesome. was a really kind gesture so yeah, um, man some yeah. career highlights for me what's been a career highlight for you as you've traveled ca- over?
3: career highlight for me you know it's i mean i guess it's easy to like point to like like uh just shows that i've i've been a part of but career highlights um i have to like fast forward to this past year right because um you know in in the evolution of getting to know yourself right Mm. and which is kind of the journey that most of us are on maybe some of us aren't on it or don't want to be on it or it's irrelevant to us or we think that it's relevant to us um you know i've always um wanted to have uh, as much creative freedom as possible and i think that that i think in the past year i realized that 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 started with the distance between um You know, this kind of performance or facade I put on and, you know, um, who I actually am, who all of us actually are, you know. So um, in that, I think brought me into a different space and I've I've been so incredibly inspired to work with Brad. Uh, He's he I was a really big fan of Melodyme. And then when we became uh, friends and got to know each other in Haiti. Um, it was really um like I just felt an immediate connection and kinship with him but creatively uh he's my <laughs> my favorite songwriter and singer Dude, like, so it's like i get i get to like work red. I get to work with my friend and I get to <laughs> um I get to work on stuff that you know uh, typically in the songwriter community that we've existed in uh for for most of touring careers um you know wasn't isn't really the the norm or, or like trying to expand beyond the boundaries of that um so that's what's exciting to me so in terms of career highlights um this creative space that we're in right now is is the highlight for me you it's, know, a, it's a great sure. project
0: <clears throat> thank you man i'm, I'm really glad that you guys found each other because the music you're making is special and i'm i'm excited to there's got to be more it's not just as a one-off project i think you guys are going to be together for a while because yeah. you've got to you, you gel in a way that I, yeah i don't see that often so Thanks, it's a good thing another song
1: sure sure it, is there any way real quick if i could just get that this to be turned up a little bit i'm sorry to... let's see three hey there Level. we yeah
3: which one do you want to do? want to do family yeah have ourselves a little party, do a little party.
1: Play a song called Family. Ooh yeah, now, now I can hear it. <laughs> nice. uh. Chopsticks to heart and soul. Got daddy jamming to
2: the radio. Mom's in the kitchen singing Billy Joe. Man, there really ain't no place like home. All I gotta do is close my eyes to find some homemade paradise. Forever chillin' with my ride or dies. Yeah, I can feel it in the air tonight. If you're feelin' lonely, we got room Ooh, dancing underneath this silver moon. Welcome to the family. It ain't nothing fancy. But there's one for you. Ooh. If you need some love, and we got plenty in the oven. We're shaking. It's a celebration. Join the rendezvous. It's true. If you feel a broken, then the door's always open for you. Yeah, all the love is free. I'm positive that positivity is the only thing that we all need. Without the blood, we're still family. No one's meant to make it on their own, ooh. That's why we come back to home sweet home. Welcome to the family. It ain't nothing fancy, but there's room for you, ooh. If you need some love, and we got plenty in the oven. We're shaking, it's a celebration. Join the rendezvous. It's true. If you feel it broken, then the door is always open for you. Whoa, oh oh. Whoa, whoa, oh, yeah yeah yeah. Whoa, whoa, oh whoa, whoa, oh. Whoa, oh, yeah yeah yeah. And when the party finally learns the song. Ooh, when everybody sings along, welcome to the family. It ain't nothing fancy, but there's room for you. Ooh, if you need some love, and we got plenty in the oven. We're shaking, it's a celebration. Join the rendezvous, it's true. If you feel it broken, then the door is always open for you. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: Is music from Melody, yeah. music alternatives, and I don't know for sure, but is that the first one you guys wrote together?
1: First one we released for together. Released, okay,
0: yeah. so it was on the right yeah. track. It was the first of something,
1: right? Yeah.
0: What was the first one you wrote together, or are you writing together?
1: We, we oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, it'd be dust dance, right? Dust dance, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was kind of crazy because the way that all of this happened, um, Brent was talking about Mike Shimshack, who is our producer, and and very close friend brent's you've been friends with him for what 10 years or something yeah
3: yeah like 12 or 13 now yeah
1: and so i i saw brent um he played for one of our charity events it was the first time i'd ever seen him live and met him and um saw his setup which you saw last night a, a version of that and um i just i love that that music and was watching it was so intrigued and so interested, and. I like turned to a friend and was like, I don't know who Brent's team is, but I want to be on, I want to be on that team. <laughs> and I, I texted Brent, uh, cause this was right as Melodyne uh, was kind of on, deciding that we weren't going to be continuing. So I, I texted Brent to see if, uh, he would produce a song for me. And he's like, well, he's like, I haven't, he's like, I haven't really produced like other artists before. He's like, but I have this friend, Mike Shimshack and we collaborate. So. I went down to Nashville and met them and um, learned their process of writing, which was at that point completely different than anything (laughs) that I had ever done. I was used to kind of writing here. And um, and yeah, we were writing, building the track and the production while writing the song. And it was so inspiring and like so freeing in such a cool way to write. Um, And so, yeah, we worked on a, a tune called Dust Dance. That was about our, our time in Haiti when uh when we met, and we haven't released really, it. It's changed. Everything's kind of changed a lot from yeah. our writing and and what we're putting out at this point. But we felt something there for sure.
0: You talked about the arc of your writing at the show so, when I saw you. That you started out with these happy songs and describe that a little bit more because i telling my story. too. Well, that was <laughs> just during the. Corner. Corner. This
1: was. I, we probably started writing together maybe a year before uh, the pandemic hit. And um, so when when the pandemic hit and Brent came back, came to Virginia where I was and we we were in the same space, we just, we didn't know what else to do other than write because we couldn't tour. Um, and it was so fun. Like we had so much fun doing it. Like every day was just wake up and like, you know, what do you want to write about? And we were building these productions and Um, super happy to just like be home and be able to explore this whole thing. And I think for most people during their quarantine, uh, you know, you, you have these certain, these highs and these like these lows and stuff. And so after four or five months, you know, we just all were kind of going through stuff together and individually that we were unpacking. So it got to a point where some of the stuff we were writing was a lot more introspective and it, it was all, all of it was so, was, is a good thing. I think it's, that's how I see us the evolution of our writing to be is we, we're going to explore whatever we feel like we need to explore. And it all kind of leads to the next thing. You know, we don't want to get in the way of that. Just kind of go where, where, where it leads.
0: There were songs about uh, feelings of uh, love. There were songs about just how, how we are mm-hmm. and things like, I mean, you guys were really, they're really excellent songs. They're really, there's a lot of powerful lyrics in these songs, and I think the people haven't heard the need to explore these things, because not a ton of people have had a chance to see you live. That's been difficult for all of us mm-hmm. to, to do, see live music at all, and I experienced it live, and I was moved, and uh again, really excited that I was going to be able to chat with you about yeah. what was going Thanks, on with this project, man. so... I'm pretty pretty happy that there's still more to come. Now, the mission work that brought you together—I know that that's going to be difficult until things return to normal, but air quotes on that. But is something—is that something you'll incorporate into the Elevado uh, blueprint, where you're kind of out doing things for?
1: Yeah, we definitely want to do that, and we definitely want to go back to to Haiti, um, where we were doing the music camps. That's—I def- think that's—I don't know. We we've talked about that lately, just about when when we could make that happen again and what it would look like now in this this new phase of of what we're doing but that's a big part of brent was you know we've done things like that for a long time and it's a big part of what we want to bring into this whole journey
3: yeah yeah i mean I, I think that that's when i found out that brad when i jumped on the call so i got an email from brad's manager and was like can we set up a call together and we got on the call and i hadn't I had known of Melodyne, but I didn't know the uh, all of the the nonprofit that they had created and the types uh, the type of work that they were doing. Um, and for me, you know, like it's that that was such uh, um, doing work, um, and it's not even like they in a specific vein, but working with doctors, Doctors Without Borders, working with musicians on call. And, I lived in, in Cape Town, South Africa for a year and was working with several nonprofits over there, moved to New York City and worked, my first job in New York City was, was working um, at this nonprofit in the public school systems with mm. third and fourth graders. Nice. Um, and so it's just been something that's kind of continued on. And I think that, you know, that is a, a really driving force Um, behind the music is the ability to bring people together and bring people together for good things. And, uh, and so when I found out what Brad was doing, it it was like all these, like, um, I just had this epiphany of, and just, I was like, Oh man, like there are, there's, there are other people out here that really um, trying to forge a path to bring music and, Helping people uh, together and not not helping people in any sort of like patronizing way, but just being of assistance in any way that we can. You
0: know, I look forward to seeing what that becomes when I mean when the world allows you to mm-hmm. do more things like this because we're still yeah. settling into this norm, right? Yeah, yeah. Something I was feeling as you were singing family, uh, and something that struck me as hmm, because I always want to help people. I always want to like make a difference, and which is why I brought you on the show today. I want people to hear you. Yeah, and I thought to myself the people that would really that don't know your music that might really love your music would be need to Breathe's fans and there's something oh, yeah. there's something you have in common with with the with, uh, need to breathe is that when 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 bear sings, I, I feel like I can sing I can't but like <laughs> I, I want to sing along with him and I feel the same when I hear your voices like I want to be able to join in that same, tone that you're in and, and be part of that
1: oh that's such a great compliment that that's, is, that's amazing awesome. man thank you I, yeah. and I,
0: I got i got to interview him when he did his wilder woods project I actually oh, got to do cool. the very first interview he did for that before it was even announced oh
1: amazing i'm i enormous need to breathe fan yeah and I, I could pick that and wilder his, woods too yeah it's, yeah I,
0: it, the thing i told him was that he makes me want to sing along much like even though there's no way I could sing like Steve Perry. When you hear Steve Perry you're like right. I want to sing like
1: right. that. Many people try drunkenly yeah. at a, at the headphone <laughs> disco. It's really bad,
0: but uh that that's that's the compliment I have to leave in in your your hands right now is that you make me want to sing along and oh, that's dude. that's a special oh, thing. That that's, that's like deep so, too. That's so deep. I, yeah, that's I can't amazing. do it cuz I I don't have what you have, but, Sure you can. No, you don't wanna know. Just, yeah <laughs> It's the feeling. It's the vibe. If it's a group of say. people, if it's a group of people, backyard, wherever, concert venue, sure I'll sing along. Yeah. But solo? No, you don't want to hear that. Right. <laughs> That's <Right>. not good. <laughs> so what is the plan for the project going forward? I know you've got the digital EPs. Will there be a physical media of some sort? Are you gonna try and get signed by a label? Are you gonna try and hook up on a need to breathe tour? I mean, what have you thought through the process yet?
3: Uh yeah. Do you want to take this one? Oh. Um <laughs> it's, it's a big wide it, open question. It, 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 it is a big one, you know. I think we've been having a lot of conversations, and uh, in obviously this past year has just been um, real development, right? Real, difficult to navigate. Too. Difficult to navigate because you know it, it, when we were uh, we were out on the road in March, and everything got was getting canceled as we were, and we kind of just um, you know embraced the silver lining of the situation. When we were out, we went to all these national parks. Began uh, writing a lot more and, you know, figuring out what this what this is and what this dynamic is and I think over the past year it's defined itself uh, a little bit more. Um, but we're, I think, in the course of this development, at least in my mind, you know, it's 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 getting out and playing uh, consistently and um, really working really working on our craft and our music and and um, making the records that inspire us and in really you know letting it uh uh go from there you know but consistent content and just being engaged with the people that are are understanding not just like a a song or something but the overall you know um uh vibe of what we're trying to uh put out and communicate
1: so yeah we will i think we're we have some stuff we're going to be releasing over the summer, and as Brent said, we, you know, we just want to play as much as as possible. And probably, you know, we we have a lot um, of unreleased stuff. We we write a lot when we're home, so we're we're looking at you know doing talking about doing a full record um, of all that new stuff too. So
3: and we'll so take a need we'll, to breathe tour.
1: Yeah, there yeah, well, if you're you're <laughs> listening. Too late for the
3: next one. it and right. somebody else's.
0: Oh,
1: right new now. respects. Yeah, respects <laughs> right. So
0: good. One more song, and then uh, I can uh, let you get on your way. Sounds good. What would you like to do?
1: Do a little "All We Need." Yeah. All right. Here we go.
2: To swallow, like going 15 rounds with Apollo. I'm taking jabs to the jaw wherever I go, but it's worth the stay. Cause what's a mountaintop without the climb? And what's a Shakespeare sonnet if you ditch the rhyme? What's happiness if you, you ain't, ain't sad sometimes? We need the real thing. If you want to get high, then you better get low. If you want to hold on, better learn to let go. It's a beautiful ride when we go with the flow. We got each other, man, that's all we need. So take the battle with the demons and learn to sit with the hurt that you're feeling. It's the one true path to the healing and it'll set you free. Never ever meant to face the world solo. A hero flies with the tribe, that's what I know. And love spreads through the canyons like an echo. Yeah, that's the real thing. If you want to get high, then you better get low. If you want to hold on, better learn to let go. It's a beautiful ride when we go with the flow. We got each other and that's all we need. If you want to stand tall, better learn to fall down. If you want to feel love, better spread it around. See, we all get lost, but we'll all be found. We got each other and that's all we need na 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 we got each other and that's all we need if you want to get high then you better get low if you want to hold on better learn to let go it's a beautiful ride when we go with the flow we got each other and that's all we need if you want to stand tall, better learn to fall down If you want to feel love, better spread it around See, we all get lost, but we'll all be found We got each other and that's all we need na, na, na Na, 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 na Na, 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 na. We got each other and that's all we need
0: <laughs> that's what i gotta say about that elevato okay. and uh some fantastic stuff that people need to explore where is the best spot to find your music
1: anywhere you stream it: spotify apple music pandora elevatomusic.com elevato all streaming platforms, myspace Instagram. napster napster friendster which one friendster.
0: actually makes money for you guys so you can continue doing that? we always forget
1: about uh pro- spotify is <laughs> always we always it's Spotify is good when it comes to being able to increase numbers and. Okay. and we also stuff have like a that. functional merch store. We oh, do have a right. functional merch store. I, I could, <laughs> buy,
3: on MP3's. I could yeah. buy
0: MP3s and you would get more of that proceeds <laughs> than the thousands of spins it takes to get you five cents. True. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for sharing your gifts with me. It was thank truly you. special. Thank you, to well, you. likewise. I, I you. just
3: want to say, man, that your um, your energy and your vibe is. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank it's you. It's a real, I, I I feel it.
0: Thank you. This is this is the one bright spot I have in my life right now. This yeah. doing this to help my music community in the way that I used to be able to do in a, in a radio setting. This is this is the best I can do right now, and this is better yeah. than. Than nothing for sure. It's and incredible. It's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Feels good. So thank you for letting me do it too, and yeah. being a willing participant in my experiment. Of course, <laughs> of course. Big thanks to Grove Studios. Grove Studios. Grove yeah. Studios in Ypsilanti, If you're looking for a place, this is this is the place to, to do your your practice for your band to uh, to make uh, make yourself a podcaster because you don't you don't need me to do that. They, you need them. I can't help you. <laughs> but uh, I look forward to hearing more of what's coming from Elvado. Likewise. And uh, man. hopefully there'll be more shows to attend as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We got we got some more Michigan dates coming up, I think. Good deal. See yeah. you,
0: we'll see you in the minute again. All right. Yeah.
1: Ooh. All
0: right. <laughs> Thanks for being here on the podcast, Acoustic Alternatives. I'll be back with another one next week, uh, or two weeks, excuse me. Uh, my guest on that one would be Sidney Burnham.